0: to the Chewing Gum Podcast, where we'll be chewing on some of our honest Asian Australian experiences.
1: Welcome to the Chewing Gum Podcast. I'm your host, Sherry, and I have Clover on the other side. Today, we'll be discussing university life, what first year was like, our experiences, and any advice to fellow students out there. Just to give you guys some background, I do a Bachelor of Engineering, and Clover here does a Bachelor of Pharmacy. So just to kickstart off this podcast... Why did you choose to do pharmacy and what was your first year like?
0: All right. Okay. So I actually wanted to do something health science related. And I actually wanted to do nutrition and dietetics, but unfortunately, I couldn't make it in. So Uh my parents were like, oh, yeah, um, do pharmacy because it's a professional degree. So I kind of got put into pharmacy. And because I was like, oh, like, in nutrition you kind of learn about the body you learn about Mm -hmm. like supplements and drugs and stuff so it made sense to do pharmacy and there was a lot of job prospects in the market as well so I was like okay I'll do pharmacy and in first year I guess I would say I am quite um I was quite ambitious um I kind of imagined uni. Adventurous or just ambitious? And this is in the sense where I had all these high expectations, um, you know, from movies and the media, like showing that uni was going to be like, you know, um, this fun place where you're going to meet like lots of cool people, make lots of friends and everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I kind of got hit in the face by reality on the first day and yeah I haven't felt the same since to be honest and
1: um, what what happened on the first day um,
0: so pretty much on my first day I remember it was chemistry I was like oh I'm holding up uh-huh. this the door for like people to go in and I was like oh my god I'm gonna make friends with like these people and stuff like that I was like yeah <sighs> every single person that yeah comes yeah it's, it's gonna happen <laughs> kind of thing and then that never happened and I don't know about you Sherry but like in lectures, like, people don't always shop consistently, and they always tend to leave after and do their own thing, so it's, like, almost impossible to talk to anyone.
1: You know, it reminds me, like, in my first class, or, like, it was, like, just a first class, it was just, like, the teachers knew that we were all thirsty, so they were, like, look to your left, look to your right, these are all going to be the friends you're going to be depending on for this course. And then we were just like, oh, we're laughing, oh like, oh, okay. Like, these are going to be our new friends. Like, oh, that also just tells us this course might be a bit hard. And then, like, he was just like, okay, yeah, like, introduce yourself, say your names, and then we'll get to the class, blah, blah, blah. And I remember, like, introducing myself to, like, these two girls next to me, like, by my side. And, like, I forgot their names. But I remember, like, just, like, introducing myself. And, like, we were all, like, getting on really, really nicely and then we literally sat with each other for like the f- like first three or five classes. We just sat next to each other. We will just talk. And then after five classes, they, like one just disappeared. She just nowhere, <laughs> just didn't show it's up like anymore. Some
0: hor- horror movie. Just like didn't show up.
1: To any of the lectures. And the other one, she just like she came for like one one or two more, and she sat with me. And then she disappeared as well. So. Yeah, and then I spent like my the, the rest of that term in that class entirely alone. <laughs> because like, oh, wow. I... yeah, I just thought like they were all gonna be like a cute little group, and it never ended up happening. Aww.
0: Yeah, but, I respect like, that you you consistently went though. Yeah,
1: I because I didn't know how to like I I thought like it'll be cool if I just went and made some friends. Um, mm. Yeah, just like the friends that I initially thought would happen. Just didn't like. I remember like the first day, you know, how like the, the lecture hall is like super, super full. And then, like mm-hmm. after like a couple classes, it just like minimizes to like a third of that fullness. That's what happened. Oh, yeah. And I was part of that, a third like that stayed there. But like the truth, though, wow. is just left.
0: It does happen. Yeah. Like, but yeah, I never actually stayed in class for lectures. Till the very end, so I really respect that you did that. What That's crazy. I think I went into like the first three weeks and not even like to every single lecture, and then I was like, Nope, I ain't doing this anymore. I just end up falling asleep. Yeah, lectures. you ain't
1: doing this.
0: <laughs> so oh. I get, I
1: honestly, I get really distracted in lectures in like heavy lectures, though. Like, I like after hour one of a lecture, I just can't focus anymore mm-hmm. because they're like yeah 10 minutes you can go like do whatever you you want but like can you really do whatever you want in 10 minutes yeah you're
0: most likely looking at your phone that gives you
1: enough energy back
0: yeah Yeah. awkwardly and then like look around expectantly and everyone's like sitting super super far apart you're like yeah (laughs) yeah so how did
1: you like meet your first couple friends in in uni then
0: Okay, um, for me, okay, wait, hold on, like why did you choose to do engineering?
1: Um, I chose it because I actually wanted to get into med, but like I didn't actually end up having the maths to get in, so I was just like, you know what, I'm just gonna choose engineering because like i really i'm I really like maths, so I was like, okay, I want to do something math based, but I hate commerce and finance like I just don't understand it like it just can't get through to me so I was just like the next best option is just either do like mathematics or do like Mm -hmm. engineering but Mm -hmm. I was just like okay I like both um but I liked how engineering gave like a more practical view like you could just like write down your plans on a piece of paper and you could build those plans later on. And like what I really, really like when you're, when you have like a group and when you're, when you have a singular like project in mind or project to do and you, you're a group of like engineers that come from all different backgrounds. It's so interesting working together to get to that point where you're like actually like producing and making that project happen. Like that was like a really interesting part to me. So that's like pretty much I state, Plus the plus the theory. I just found the theory really interesting. Oh, by the way, I do I do material science engineering. So that's cool. <laughs> I forgot to mention that. <laughs> our listeners can like listen on, and then they'll they'll finally understand what I'm doing.
0: Yeah, they'll 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 get there. They'll get there. They'll get
1: there. They heard I mean, it's eight minutes. In.
0: Yeah, at least then you did engineering, so that's good um yeah yeah
1: so let's go back to how you made your friends because now I'm really curious because I remember you telling me you were like a workaholic
0: um so I actually met that one friend from work so that friend um goes to said work that I go to at the time um so that's I didn't even know this person too well from work. I just knew that oh, he's doing the same degree as me. So I was like, oh, okay, why not kind of thing. I'm like super lonely. I'm already like Mm -hmm. um, shunned pretty much. So I was (laughs) like, okay, I might as well like talk to this person which I sort of have ties with. So I I saw him at the lecture theater, funnily enough, at the chemistry lecture. And then I just sat next to him. And then from Mm -hmm. then on, I kind of like, just stuck to this person for the entire year like we went in the first semester because like we didn't plan our classes together we we had different classes so whenever we didn't have class Mm. together we'll meet up Mm. and then um in second semester like we pretty much just planned all of our classes together and then to that point like people actually thought like we were dating but like we both had like our own partners at the time (laughs) so it was like really weird but Uh yeah that's the story that <laughs> I haven't met like a proper second friend until like second year. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's pretty fun, but it's real.
1: <laughs> I think I made like the friends that I have now, I've made them in first year, met them in first year um, through like just mutual friends. And like, mm-hmm. we, we all kind of bonded because we, we, we do the same degree, such like variation of the same degree.
0: Which is material science. Is
1: like, yeah, or like they would do a double degree or like some bachelor's of science. Like it's like all varieties, but we'll, we'll be doing the same course. Mm-hmm. The degree I do, we do have like a faculty society. So that just makes things a bit easier in terms of just socializing and getting to know people in your degree or doing the same course as you. But I basically met, some of them through there and like the others I just met them through like friends or friends, but yeah, we just pretty much stuck through up till now we're all still like, we're all still talking and trying to leech off each other for answers for different courses. That's nice. Yeah, definitely doing faculty work or like just being part of society definitely helps. And I know you were part of a certain society uh, you said that you are now a director at
0: no are you a director no, no? no.
1: Oh, wait wait wait, wait.
0: No. I am not actually, oh my god <laughs> okay I'm not even actually involved in this society now but it's it's a long story basically last year I told you already how sad I am like I pretty much just had one friend <laughs> okay so second year I was like you know what I need to like Um, take it up a notch I need to actually like try and make friends or actually like go alone and die
1: yeah um Mm
0: -hmm. so um I joined this society um back in first year but I never ended up um going to any events and I was like you know what like they were looking for um they were doing their AGM so I was like okay I'll throw my hat into it and I went into it and then Mm -hmm. I had to do a pitch for myself yeah, yeah. which the for speech. the society that I never went to <laughs> before um and I was like yeah like I want to be part of this family blah blah, blah and all the stuff and then um somehow miraculously I got in mm-hmm. so I was really interested in marketing mm-hmm. um so I became a marketing executive inside mm-hmm. that society and yeah like That way, I was able to like meet a lot of people that wasn't just in my faculty Mm. or in my degree. Mm -hmm. So, I started getting friends that were not just doing pharmacy, which I kind of enjoyed because um, at the start of the degree, I just felt like pharmacy felt very exclusive. Mm -hmm. Like, because most of our units are just among the pharmacy students, Mm -hmm. you don't really get to meet any other people. So, I like that you get to like have interdisciplinary like um interaction because you join a society because it doesn't limit you to like just a certain like course or like type of people yeah so yeah definitely recommend um joining a society and um actually joining the committee would actually help a lot more in terms of forming connections Mm -hmm. rather than like showing up to events that um People might not even you might not even see for the second time ever yeah. in your whole uni life. So
1: were you ever yeah. part of like a subcommittee?
0: Was that, um, is that a thing? I don't think it's really a thing in UCD. Oh, okay. Like, um. Oh yeah. Oh, wait.
1: <laughs> so Clover goes to UCD, and I go to UNSW. <laughs> so we got that clear? Yeah. Like fifteen minutes in.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And Yunusablu is very well known for their societies and like the culture there is just very different yeah. to usual. Yeah, so. it's
1: very party like because like I think it's because arc the um the system that like supports all of these societies they kind of they kind of understand the student life so they're like oh like you want funding for like like a camp or like a particular event will like help you fund for it and will help you like pay the cost for it but like use this money and like do whatever you want so like it gave us a lot of freedom it gave us a lot of opportunities as well because I remember like okay in second year I joined student-run society I don't think it's appropriate to say the name but I joined as a subcommittee member the executive team would do all of the work, like, all of the planning and stuff, and the subcommittee members would be there just to, like, make the event happen, like, just make, produce the event, make the, um bring all the food and stuff like that, set up the event, and I was part of that, and, like, that was, like, the best time I've ever had because it was just, like, people who, like, who were all around the same, like, age as you who weren't really interested in, like, a role that was that had too much responsibilities like it was just a role it was just like oh like we're just gonna clean together and cook together and like prepare stuff together and then we'll happen to like get drinks together afterwards so that was really fun
0: oh that's cool. yeah it was
1: like just very very
0: chill yeah, more chill it was then. definitely more chill mm. and
1: then um now I'm a executive member for another society right now
0: mm-hmm. so Which could you name
1: I don't know if I should name it. No, I'll name it after I graduate, just in case. (laughs) But I'm I'm part of a society. It's a very, I guess you could say, semi serious. But like the executive team is very serious in trying to just get the best events out there and make producing the best events and making sure funding's good and we're booking things and then just like making sure everything's running in order. And our subcommittee member is pretty much like the representatives and they basically just make sure that the event runs smoothly and I would say the very the big difference is that the subcommittee members they definitely have less responsibility they just like do their own kind of thing where we instruct them and this. the exit the executive team actually has to create those events it's a bit more responsibility but at the same time it's what employees also look for as well it's a it's a good experience I'm pretty sure Clover can agree Agree after her sneezing fiesta there.
0: <laughs> I was on mute, okay. So it didn't affect your you okay? audience, <laughs> I'm good, thanks for asking. But that's cool. So you so the main committee is pretty much the brains of the operation and then the subcommittee yeah. is like the hands. It's just the
1: like little elves that do the work.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like
1: they yeah. But they're really helpful, but they do the work. Mm-hmm. But like the brains, you know.
0: Yes, gotta have that brain.
1: Yeah, <laughs> gotta have the brain to produce the event. Yes, well, it's, it's fun for sure. Mm. It's a lot of responsibility, but it's fun when you when you kind of like all stress about the same thing together.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. I think like I don't know, like if you were to become a subcom, kind of thing. I don't think you said has that is because like, um people tend to like lose focus. Like, even as the main exec, like, they kind of lose focus Mm. um, throughout the semester, Mm -hmm. especially when, like, the semester gets busy and stuff. So expecting someone to be a subcom and just do the manual stuff is actually, I think, like, would be harder for us.
1: Yeah, I think, like, because for us, we tend to always have, like, a larger team. So it just makes things Mm. a bit more easier. In just in terms of setting things up and like the subcom members, obviously the executive team, some of the executive team members will be there to make sure the event runs smoothly and everything's seen. But the subcoms pretty much they deal with everything without the responsibility of like.
0: Like organising and like. Yeah, they don't know. have
1: to organise. All they're pretty much doing is like helping out with bits and pieces that like we as like executive members, we just need a little bit more help in this areas because we don't have time because everyone else are students too. So it's just like, mm. it's just helpful. So I would always suggest mm. people should join a sub committee. You meet the you meet your biggest family there.
0: That's really cool. Now that we know that that's your yeah. most favorite experience, I guess, or like something that you really enjoyed. Was there anything that you didn't enjoy about uni?
1: The workload. <laughs> <laughs> the workload in first year. <laughs> um, things I didn't enjoy. I think. Overall, it was like a very, it's, uni is a very enjoyable experience. You meet the best people through what you're, you're doing. I think the most unenjoyable is probably just the studying part. Like when you're, it's very different from high school where like in year 12, you're just dreading this huge exam. Like the HSC is the huge exam. Is it still called the HSC? I can't remember anymore. I don't know if they changed it. Uh, I think so. Oh, okay. But, like, it's, like, at the end of the day, like, this your ATAR is a like big number and, you know. And, like, but, like, I think in uni, to me, every single term or semester is, like, a big HSC at the very end of it. So, like, I just constantly get stressed Course, So, like, after, after 10 weeks, I'm always like, oh, my God, I'm so stressed out. If it was exactly like going to the HSC and doing your exam again, because it's that you don't want to fail the course because you would have to pay extra, obviously. Um, so I wouldn't say the worst thing, just study well and you, you'll pass. Um, do your best. But I'll say, yeah, studying is probably the worst thing at uni to do. Yeah. <laughs> but it's something that you have to do to get what you want.
0: That's true, yeah. Totally can relate to that yeah. fact where it's like each unit feels like the HSC kind of thing.
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. Yep. Do you still enjoy pharmacy then? Because I know like we both have like different goals when we before we even went into uni, we have like different goals and you you chose pharmacy and I chose like engineering, but we ended up staying. Why did you
0: stay? Um I guess To be honest, like, um, when I went into the degree and then I did, like, placements a little bit, like, I was already, like, very discouraged. I was like, oh, I don't think this is what I want. Like, I really don't think I vibe with this. But as I continued with the degree, like, I kind of just, you know, liked it more. It's probably like a perspective change Mm -hmm. because, like, at that time, like, I didn't enjoy myself at uni, like. I only had that one friend. Even though it was a good friend. It's just that like I just felt like I couldn't I was I didn't feel like I was involved kind of thing. I didn't put myself I didn't put effort to try and get myself involved. And when I tried to do that and put myself um more into like that uni environment and actually just like um getting myself involved and not just like societies but also like um in terms of, like, the academic faculty kind of thing, I was, like, talking to, like, the academics a bit more. Um, I joined, like, the student rep for pharmacy. So, like, I was, like, okay, I got to see, like, there's more doors um, to, like, this degree. It wasn't just, like, this set path kind of thing um, that I only initially saw as, even though it is the most common. Mm-hmm. Um but it's more about, like, how you see it and how you will take the steps to, like, change into to something you want to do. So that's why I stuck with pharmacy. Mm-hmm. And if I still wanted to do nutrition, I could just do a master's of it, hopefully.
1: Would you would you want to do a master's in nutrition,
0: though? Um, I think for pharmacy, um, if I wanted to be registered, I would have to do... My get my registration first as an intern, mm-hmm. and then, if I still feel passionate about nutrition, then I will consider doing master's after doing my intern year. but um, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I don't like although I love uni so much and I would want to go back to uni um yeah, just like you said, the yeah. workload will be very tough, mm-hmm. yeah, kinda just wanna go out there into the real world and see what it's like first and then yeah we'll come back and see
1: I feel like another point we can talk about is like what is because like I know how my like how like a potential like job in engineering would happen but like I don't know how pharmacy works at all like all these internships and I know you're on placement right now but I have no idea how like your entire degree is sorted out so like I like I guess you can explain that as well
0: um so pretty much um to be a registered pharmacist you have to do an undergraduate or postgraduate course of pharmacy and then after that um you do all the you get all your academic qualifications um as well as your placement qualifications you do an intern year where you have to complete this number of hours at a placement site and that can be hospital community or like And industry selective industry places um and once you complete those hours you have to sit um tests and then once you pass those tests and then once they process your application that's when you become a registered pharmacist and that's when you can actually um dispense prescriptions without being checked or supervised by someone else Mm -hmm. um and hand out drugs essentially yeah yeah
1: and like, what are the possible, because like as a pharmacist, you just, there's no one future, like you don't actually have to sell medication at like a chemist or anything. You can do like many other things as well. Like, do you want to describe what you can do with that degree?
0: Um, Sure. So um, I guess, like I said, like the most common, actually in my first lecture ever, they already introduced that like, probably like 90% of us are going to go into community pharmacy. Um, so yeah. but when I mean community pharmacy, I mean, like, places like Priceline, Chemist Warehouse, um, your local pharmacies where you can get your medicines from. Um, mm-hmm. And then there is hospital um, where they look after charts, um, patients. Um, and then we've got industry. And honestly, industry is it's all a bit like spread out. There's a lot of things that you could do. You could do mm-hmm. pharmacovigilance where you're looking into like whatever um, drug side effect or like adverse outcome has been reported and then you document it and you try to like find out why that happened. Uh, then there's research, obviously, mm-hmm. to make new drugs, new vaccinations, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's like drugs and time to time there'll be new regulations saying like, oh, let's say. I guess the most key thing was like, codeine getting off, um, normal supply, so people couldn't buy codeine um, off the count off the shelf anymore. They had to get um, a prescription for it now, and then having someone in the company to like always overlook to see all these regulations, mm-hmm. and then it there's just a lot. Like honestly, like it's it's quite a vast area, but it's more competitive um, and less seen because usually a graduate doesn't go straight Mm -hmm. into industry because they would kind of hoped you would have like some other experience before that, um, before you enter into industry, just because it is quite a vast Mm -hmm. area, I would say. So it's very specialized and having some previous experience of your own Can be very benefit as well, beneficial as well. Yeah. What about for engineering? Okay, keep
1: it brief and short. Uh, do your degree, do really well, find an internship. Recommend start looking at during first year. Uh, during first year there are cadetships available that um students can do, and these cadetships and these like certain companies are able to sponsor you or give you a scholarship for the entirety of your degree. Um, that's only if you, I see. I think that's only available in first and second year students. Might need to double check that. Um, but I say prominently, like actually start trying to find your internship in second year and onwards. Um, the reason why is because once you graduate, you actually do want a lot of industry experience On your belt because when you actually what you learn or what theory that you learn whilst at uni it's all theoretical you all you see the basic fundamentals of how a machine works or how like a certain like program works in the lab or whatever like technology or software you're using but the thing that industry does is actually it makes you see things on a very large scale makes you experience things that you only read about in your university books versus like what the teachers show you on YouTube. And then actually you see it in real life and you can actually see what you're doing. You can see like a physical change in what you're doing. So I'll definitely say like second, second year and onwards start looking for that internship. Um, as many as possible, most favorably, most of the companies that I know now that do offer like an engineering internship, they're often not paid. Um, best chances like find one that's paid um but then after you graduate it's pretty i think it's a pretty simple process you just need to graduate get make sure you have a good WAM or good gpa and you should be able to go into like a graduate role like just go into any graduate role depending on like what you studied for your honors um what you chose to specialize in for your thesis I, i should say and what you ended up doing in that industry like industry training or industry experience that you had like in relation to what you wanted to do in the future but I say have a clear kind of goal clear kind of mindset and what you want to specialize in as well around about third year or second or third year. just have like an actual idea of like a specialty you're interested in in your specific engineering field and i also say this as well in first year because I had like I've uh, a lot of friends did like a course like a overall course in first year and then they like kept doing the current degree I'm doing and then they would be like oh like I actually really really liked doing one of the electrical components in back in first year I wish I changed into doing electrical engineering I'd say change early just because once after your first or second year then the subjects get more specialized and then you have to take a bit longer to just graduate and actually learn the fundamentals for each of the engineering courses. So i say in roundabout first and second, you get a good understanding if this is the specific engineering field that you want to stay in. Even though like when you do graduate, a company will look at you as an engineer, they won't look at you as like a specific engineer, like oh you're a civil engineer versus a mechanical engineer, like it's a very big field out there. So engineering is a very, very big field. And like, you can pretty much get what you want based on your experiences as well. I've, I've known, I know this guy who does the same course as me, but I ended up going into like business side of engineering which I don't know how, or business field of an engineering company, and he just wants to stem through that. So it just really goes to show how, like, vast you can do. Very
0: versatile. Yeah, it's a
1: very versatile degree. So, yeah, materials science is a very interesting degree. It's a very niche engineering topic, but I think it's – honestly, it's, like, one of the most interesting ones. Like, you learn about so much things that – like uh, other degrees, miss out on, and you can literally apply that to anything around in your like everyday life.
0: Could you give us an example?
1: I remember like this lecture, Doctor. I don't know if I should say his name, but like I interviewed him, and he basically he worked with alloys. So he ended up making alloys for like car vehicles, making like the rooftops or like making the actual the alloys for. The entirety of the car, the exterior of the car. I've worked with professors that worked with graphene filtration systems for water systems. Pretty much, I've worked mm-hmm. with professors that dealt with um, using ceramics for for implants as well. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I've there's like it's a very very big field.
0: So I think like if you were to give like a a quick overview of what material sciences is, is to someone who has no. Idea about material sciences is what would you say?
1: Material science is a very, very big, big topic. I think in general, material science is the study of materials and the science behind them and the engineering aspect of them. I'm gonna say this like very, very quickly. Material science branches into couple fields. Um, Just to list a few, they'll be like ceramics, polymers, um, metals. And then, like the fundamentals of like material science, just to name a few. But, like, from there, you can branch out into like a lot of many, many things as well. So, if materials is a thing that you're interested in, you want to know how we make a specific alloy for a spaceship or how we make a special type of chemical for the water filtration, anything like that. Like, I think material science is definitely the way to go.
0: So, you're like pretty much making a solution. For something. Is that what it is? Like you're you're deciding what kind of materials would best suit to accomplish this task or make this utensil or this product.
1: Yeah, yeah. So like either I'll say either remaking it, improving it, or just pretty much improving the functionality of a material to better suit its application, make it more long-lasting. Mm-hmm. That's, like, pretty much my job. But, like, it's definitely it's definitely a niche field, but, I, like, it's definitely a field that's really under, underrated as well at the same time.
0: Yeah, sounds definitely very cool and very important for sure.
1: Yeah. So that brings us to the end of our podcast today. If you'd like to send in any of your own comments or questions or see more of us, just follow us at Chewing gum podcast on Instagram, and me and Clover will see you next week where we'll be talking about relationships. Hooray!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Okay, bye guys. Bye.